and we're back! Welcome to Snatch Season 2. As you know by now, I'm Sam Dabchner, the Associate Editor of Gay Times, and I'm joined by Fashion Editor Umar Sawa. Oh girl, can you believe we've been renewed for a Season 2? Who would have thought it? Oh, when it's right, it's right. Are you ready to dive into All Star 6? I'm ready to dive in deep, honey. All right, let's dive. Come on, All Stars, let's get sixing! On this week's episode, we will be discussing the third instalment of RuPaul's Drag Race All Star 6, which saw the 11 remaining contestants create commercials to sell their services. Umar! Okay, this was a tremendous episode. I mean, give it the Emmy, the Oscar, a Grammy, a Tony, give it the EGOT prize, send it out to space, because <laughs> it blew me into space. Agreed. It was phenomenal. <laughs> yeah, uh, okay, yeah, I absolutely agree with you. Right, let's kick off with the aftermath of episode two, okay? So Ginger had a little bit of an emotional moment uh, because she sent her friend, well, she picked her friend Jiggly Caliente's lipstick. What do you think of that? I mean, Ginger, let it go. Not this whole, my best friend, yeah, yeah my best friend. Like, <laughs> let it go. Everything will be forgiven. Um, and the right decision was made. What about you, honey? Yeah, no, right decision was made. It's a, it's a game. It's actually a game within a game. Mm. So who bloody knows what's going to happen? All right, Jiggly's probably going to come sashaying back into the workroom in a couple of weeks' time. So all's forgiven. Uh, what do you think of Trinity picking Jara's lipstick? Do you think that she actually did it because... Jara picked her lipstick. I don't know really what to make of the situation. I think she did. Obviously, I mean, Trinity was thinking and feeling some kind of way, and that's why a little bit of karma was flowing up in the air. But I think what's really refreshing in this season is no one holds grudges for too long. They just keep it moving. And it happened, it happened. Yeah, we know the All-Stars rules now, okay? We know how the game is played. We know how the game is played. Okay, so this week, like I said, they're creating commercials, and they were split into teams based on Height, which was a new one. <laughs> we would not be on the same team. Oh, honey, there's only one or two inches difference between us. Yeah. Four. I think that's like four, actually, for everyone listening. Okay. Okay, so Drag Fixers was the first team. Jara, Raja O'Hara, Trinity Cabernet, and Pandora. I have to say, I think the funniest moment of this whole episode was Jara spinning around behind her teammates after Trinity called her eclectic. Like, this is Yara's world. <laughs> I mean, like, Yara throughout this whole episode was a meme. It was just a prolonged gif gif meme moment. <laughs> Dead. Dead. I Dead. mean, words cannot describe the world of Yara. <laughs> and I just love how every five minutes she needs to go like, It's the way she was like, so professional. <laughs> um, she, I just can't get enough. Whatever she's on, sell it by the ground. Exactly. So what did you think of this team in the challenge? I think this was the funniest to watch in the challenge, personally, because obviously Jara. And, um, Fix it, bitch. <laughs> There's so much meat in here, I can make a sandwich. <laughs> I agree. I've been... Mean, I mean, out of all the groups, they all held their own. It was just, it was just phenomenal humour and personality. And, you know, Yara just, she could literally recite the alphabet and 
I'll be on the floor rolling. Yeah, I'll purchase that audiobook. Okay, so Trinity wants to redeem her season six stint where she wasn't very good at acting. How do you think she fared uh, in this lineup? I think she did really well. And also, I think um, from episode one, when she did the comedy for her talent show, it didn't pay off. So mm. it's really nice to have a moment where she actually can act and mm. get a laugh or two and hit that punchline. I think she did a really good job. Yeah, she knows where the camera is now, which yeah. is good. That's a, that's a plus. Pandora was also very good. She's a seasoned actress. Raja was fun as well. Mm -hmm. I like this group. I like it too. Team effort. Yeah. Team work makes the dream work. <laughs> <laughs> okay, team two, exercise queens. I had a lot of fun with this. This is it. This is like, Scarlett, we know. She's got the chops for acting. Mm -hmm. She can give you comedy. I think her characterization <laughs> was phenomenal. Mm -hmm. And I mean, Eureka. <laughs> I mean, breaking the pet. <laughs> That's what you call a method actress. <laughs> I feel like Eureka. It was like Ginger Minj's exercises on speed. It was mad. When she asked, uh, Scarlett and Kylie to help her get up from the bed. There's exorcism and then there's just that. It was comedy gold. Sadly, even though I am so team Kylie at the moment, um, I love Kylie. I think she did, she, she was overshadowed by her teammates. Yeah, I agree. I We love Kylie. We are standing oh. her. I think there's a self-awareness there. She is a showgirl. That's her bread and butter. She can perform the house down boots. I think Michelle did say it quite nicely, like just come out of that shell a little bit more. Mm -hmm. um, and I think we'll see it. But it's hard when you're up against Eureka. Do you know what I mean? She will swallow that scene. Especially when Eureka is possessed by the exorcist. And giving fellatio to a crucifix. Girl. Oh, that was a win. <laughs> also, can we talk about that quote where it's like, in three... <laughs> Easy payments of your firstborn. Oh my god. <laughs> How did they just not get that yeah. didn't work? Like, girl, the math. <laughs> the math. The math. Loved, loved, loved Love this team. That. But if I was a judge on RuPaul's Drag Race All Star 6, I probably would have put Kylie in the bottom, sadly. But uh, I'm, I'm not. I will get on to that later on, but I agree. Yeah. Okay, so third and final group, R.A.Q., Rent-A-Queen, Ginger, Silky, Jan, and Akiria. Oh, I'm gonna just say big queens and just a big-ass script. It was just too much. Too much and little payoff. Yeah, I do think that they had some lines that were really trying to be funny, but it just didn't work. For example, fill all the gaping holes in your social calendar. Like, it was meant to be like a, a gag, like, <laughs> But I didn't feel that. Thank God for the power of Ginger, because I think Ginger, from the mess and the chaos, Ginger did do the best she could. Yeah, Ginger was by far the standout of this group. She's an actress. We saw this on season seven. We saw this on All Stars two. She, she, she's gone in for the Oscar, right? And unfortunately, Silky sacrificed her line for a, was it Akira? Uh, she just faded completely into the background. Bless her. Um, I, I, yeah, do you know what? I was close to tears. And you say I'm the ice queen of the podcast. <laughs> I was close to tears watching Silky for this episode because <laughs> all of you crazy Twitter trolls, Stan warriors and all this bonanza madness, <laughs> um, you've broken a confident queen. And I think it's so sad to see her 
edit herself and sense and hide in the shadows and kind of become a bit um withdrawn and retreated because that's not the silky we know and also that little quote where she's like you got this baby oh jeremy and that's so much growth like she's becoming supportive the thing is i don't think silky actually needs to redeem anything from her first time she was fabulous she gave us reality television i think the only thing she needs to redeem is that lip sync to no scrubs against nina west that is the only thing silky you need to redeem and i think she knows that do you know what uh, this game within a game, I hope it goes to her favour. We'll get on to that later, bro. Yeah. But there was a common thread throughout this episode, right? Silky and both Trinity want to redeem their stints. Yeah. Do you think they have done that so far? I think they are, but it's a shame that at the price of redeeming yourself, you have to censor and kind of eradicate everything that makes you you. And these are drag queens. We want them to be loud and brash and crazy and give you the drama and the conflama. So the fact that, like, there's the paranoia and the self-doubt that's been um, embedded is sad to see. We saw this, actually, with Roxy Andrews on All Stars 2, right? Yeah. She wanted to redeem her bitch status from season five. And yeah. she kind of flopped the competition a little bit. But we got Reed you wrote out of it. So are we going to get the same from Trinity or... I think or we something? will. I think we will. Yeah. It's a tough game, isn't it? You've got to just get out of your head. But when you're in your head, it's a hard place to be. All right, bear with me, Uma. It's time for our ad break. We'll be back after this to chat about the Redemption Runway and that phenomenal lip sync smackdown. Okay, Uma, let's get serious for a second. Here in the UK, our trans siblings and marginalised communities are facing severe attacks in the right-wing press. I know, I'm just sick of seeing this. The lies, the hate, the spill, it all just has to stop. Exactly. Media Watch is a new six-part Gay Times original podcast series that dissects, analyzes, and critiques the way LGBTQ plus issues are reported on in the mainstream media. And calls out that bullshit. So if you're scared to dabble in politics, don't worry. This podcast will teach you a thing or two. Speak it, Umar. Speak it. Each episode, host Shah Miyasani is joined by a special guest to look at the ways the press use misinformation to discriminate against LGBTQ plus people. If you want to explore the truth behind the headlines, Subscribe and listen to Media Watch now on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. You better click on that link. <laughs> okay, Umar, so Rue Redemption Runway. Tell me, what did you think of these queens and their looks? <laughs> I mean, I think we saw Redemption. I had my fun faves, and then I think the rest of them were acceptable so i'm gonna say it i love scarlet envy episode one two and episode three is no exception she came in i don't know whether that was a botticelli or a van gogh i don't know what art piece that was but she looked like a vision gorgeous couldn't get enough controversial opinion i think raja's tree bark mm -hmm. i don't know what that fabric's called um i think she looked gorgeous and if the challenge is redeem the trash that you showed before she did that and if i had to give a third place i would give it to kylie sonique not quite gaga but looked good okay all right well you've given me a three faves so i want you to give me one dud who did not do it for you Oh. Oh. Ginger, I love you and I know where you were going with this and all the elements were there but I just don't think she sized it up to her body and used the most luxe fabrics so unfortunately Ginger you're not going to make it 
I actually really like that. Why did I really like that? Tell me, why did I like that? Because you're, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think- Your no, taste is your taste. Yeah, no, I think because I'm such a Davina DeCampo stan, right? As you saw, she was on our first two episodes and she was wearing a red wig and silver dress. I was just getting Davina vibes and I really loved it. Okay now, girl. Also, shout out to, as you know, I'll take it back, I think Pandora. We love Pandora, but I just, she's not a fashion queen and I don't think that look was amazing, I'm afraid. Um, and I think, Trinity, Yara, looked fab in black. And Silky, my only qualms with, with Silky is if that was a blue moment, mm. it would have been perfection. But she yeah. looked good. Yeah. The critiques are in, and it turns out that team, what were they called? R.A.Q., Rent-A-Queen, were in the bottom. Ooh, um, shut. I personally saw this coming. I don't think that ad was as funny as the others. But I'm going to tell you right now, I don't think Ginger had any business being in the bottom with that incredible performance. I agree. And also it's the flip of a coin when it reports like you will all be judged individually or you will all be judged as a group. And in this instance, I don't think a group verdict was necessary. <laughs> no, I think it should be judged individually. Yeah. Personally. Because Ginger should have been top three, like she said. Yeah. With Eureka and Trinity K. Bonet, I personally think. I and like I said before, I love Kylie Sonique Love so much. Like, so, 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 so much. Like, she's one of my tops this season. But her performance just wasn't it for me, um, compared to all the rest. Yeah, and also, I think when you look at um, Rent a Queen, Akira and Silky, I feel like they were okay. Like, they didn't have belly last, but I do think Silky rolling around <laughs> in the funeral scene, commitment. So I think I'd rather see that than a queen that actually has just retreated fully into her shell and just is really overwhelmed and scared. And I think mm. Kylie looked more out of her depth than anyone else. Yeah. But, fab queen. Yeah, fabulous. And Trinity K. was the winner. RuPaul said, Trinity, you've done the damn you thing this week. You, you did, did it. You did it, girl. <laughs> Do you think she should have won? I think so. In that group, Raja's won, and we've seen Yara also win. So, lovely production elements. Obviously, giving it to Trinity and her storyline and her narrative, it's just fitting, isn't it? And she deserved it, more importantly. She was funny. It made sense. And like I said last week, I'm happy for Trinity K. Bonet to win every single motherfucking challenge if that means that she's going to lip sync the house down. We want to see that. Yeah. Okay, we have to talk about that moment in Untucked, right? Where uh, Trinity felt like she maybe wasn't getting enough props from her fellow queens for winning and she kind of called them out on it. I could not stop laughing when... Because I thought Raja was going to kick off, Yeah. So when she kind of turned and did a whole, can we do a cheers for Trinity? <laughs> Wait, I don't know what that accent was, sorry. Um, I died. I feel like that untucked situation is the most plot twist, spirally situation because you think it's going to go one way and they're going to rip each other's wigs off and then it just becomes free love for all. Um, I... <laughs> I love the editing where it was like every queen just be like trauma, trauma, me, me, me. And Trinity just sitting there like, <laughs> okay now. Go on Trinity for speaking up. They should be clapping for Trinity and cheersing to her win. Mm -hmm. um, so <laughs> I, I, it was a phenomenal iconic moment. 
Go yeah. on, Raja. Growth. Yeah, I think whoever edited this episode also deserves an individual Crime Time Emmy Award for outstanding sound editing. Sound design, editing, lighting, yeah. yeah. everyone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, so the lip sync assassin this week. So no one was there, uh, which I think was a was a gag. Um, but then we got the comeback of Miss Laganja Lestranja. What did you make of that jump? Split, come on all star six, let's get six in kind of comeback she made. I screamed. I love the way we've got different Laganja cams. There was cam one from the front, <laughs> cam two from the back. It was Laganja from all angles. Do you know what? Looking at Laganja do their splits and entering the scene, I was like, I might give weed a go. Do you know? Because <laughs> if weed weed and the herbal grass is giving her that then I mean you better roll something and line it up for me because I want to be on what she is on um, she looked snatched you don't need any more stimulants alright uh, so uh, the lip sync song um, when I tell you I had a gay like heart attack when it turned out to be physical by Dua Lipa. I think that's one of the songs recently that's been entered in the gay kind of hall of fame of like mm. big major dance pop bops. So whoever is making the lip sync decisions. Well, they listened to Snatch season one and was like, <laughs> also, I don't know what Dua Lipa song was done on UK season two. Don't start now. That didn't take me anywhere. But for a Dua number and for it to be physical, and two iconic lip sync assassins to take on that song. It's like Christmas and Hanukkah and all the religious festivities <laughs> into one. And both season six queens, they're like pa- pairing them up this yeah. season. We've got Raja and Brooke, season 11. Then we got Laganja and Trinity, season six. I mean, who's going to face off against their sister next week? I'm really excited. I don't know who is hiding in those wings. Well, let's get into the actual lip sync. Jaw dropping. I, uh, I mean, I I'm lost for words. I saw Laganja do things that weed. Yeah, weed. That's what weed does. <laughs> it this... makes you flexible, and like every word of that song had a dance move, and it had a hit. It had a pop, a swirl, a dip, a trip. She is a performer. I will say though, I think this was double Shantae worthy. I do think Laganja pulled out more tricks and splits and flips and kicks and everything. But I feel like Trinity K. Bonet really embodies the song in her face. Like she doesn't do all that Laganja does, but she still knows how to hold a motherfucking number. Do you know what I mean? Intensity. And also I think you said a really valuable point off mic where you <laughs> were like, it depends if the song is in a, Queen's wheelhouse. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. If that was a Destiny's Child R and B Soul Train mm-hmm. Sultry number, Trinity would have just given you I'm every woman. Oh. But the conjure is yeah. pop perfection. So Yeah, this song required that those kind of stunts. I think. It required cardio. And it takes a special kind of queen to beat Trinity Cabano in a lip sync. Oh yeah. But was she beat? I don't know. Like I said, double Shantae worthy, in my opinion. Double Shantae. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so Laganja 
announces the winner by Rue. Rue was living for it, so I don't think it came as a surprise. We haven't even mentioned RuPaul's reaction to the whole goddamn thing. I think we were going to see a cardiac arrest. Oh, she knows that she's going to be a meme after this. Like, I think RuPaul has actually tapped into the meme quality of her face um, on that panel. Yeah, I think meme culture is... Meme culture has affected and influenced drag queens and drag race because now, in Untucked, all of them are grabbing a drink and slurping that straw because they know they're going to become a meme. Mm -hmm. And same with RuPaul, just scream and you'll become a meme. Yeah. Um, On a sad note, it was the Dr. Reverend Silky Nightmare (laughs) who got the boot this week. Is she a medical doctor? I can neither deny nor confirm. Mm-hmm. That, okay, when I tell you, um, I never quiet things. That whole scene, my water ducks, eye ducks, whatever you call them, that haven't been working for a while, they started welling up. Uh, no, actually, we were sat together watching this and I didn't see anything. Oh my You're like, girl, <laughs> they were inside, okay? I was crying inside, how dare you? Um, no, it, I think it was one of the most powerful um, and moving exits we've seen. And her kind of coming back, <laughs> no shade, don't know what she was saying in that moment quite mm. specifically, but the emotion was there. and It was really beautiful. Okay, so it's time for our quickfire round, Umar. So we're going to quickfire on each contestant. Well, we're going to do our version of quickfire, which is a very quickfire, but well, let's do it. Let's go. Quickfire round. Quickfire round. Okay, Akira. Yeah, that's enough. That's enough. That's enough. Eureka? Possessive. Phenomenal. Give her an award now. Ginger? Robbed. Yeah. Held the group. Yeah. I, yeah, you said it. Jan? Delusional. Okay, explain. That's a harsh word. Because I feel like Jan... I don't think Silky's comment are saying Akira me and you, Jan, are lipstick-worthy of being eliminated. I think Jan was just a bit like, oh, no, no, no. I feel like, Jan, you didn't give us fireworks either. And your runway was okay. So when it comes to the critiques, not that they would send Jan home at this stage, but Jan wasn't a top. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay, yeah, all right. Kylie? <laughs> Love. Not her challenge, not her week, needs to come out of that show. Yeah, but she looked fucking gorgeous throughout yeah. the whole episode, so. Uh, Pandora. Pandora, the box has still not been opened. Oh. Great comedian, but uh, she let herself get overshadowed, in my opinion. Raja. Hugger tree, hugger queen, phenomenal, supportive, growth. Yeah. Scarlet. Artistry, goddess, Botticelli, funny, my fave. If she doesn't get positive critiques from one of the judges this season, I'm gonna scream because she's been killing it. That's what I'm gonna say. Uh, Silky. Redemption, but also swallowed by the hate. (laughs) (laughs) No, I love Silky and I wanna see the Silky nutmeg ganache that we, No. Okay. Trinity. Queen. Um, she's becoming the narrator of this season, I mm-hmm. think. Um, yes, she finally won. Yas, Queen. Yeah, yes, Trinity. Jada. Yeah. I mean... Can't be, like... 
She was personally my MVP for the whole episode. This is Yara's Drag Race this at is, the moment. Yeah, this is... <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, there's only one. Yeah, Yara. Sophia. Is it Sophia? Yeah. Um, there's only one of her. And my MVP would be Laganja. Oh, yes, Laganja. The time has come for our special guest star. And this week, it's Canada's Drag Race winner. What? What's her name? Priyanka, who just released an absolute bop of a single called Cake. Make sure to check it out now on all streaming platforms. So here is what Priyanka thinks of this incredible episode. So Priyanka, what did you make of Trinity K. Bonet voting for Jara Sophia? Do you think it was payback for her previously voting for her? Or do you think that she genuinely thought Yara was worse than Jiggly? I think that we all thought that Yara was worse than Jiggly. Um, I also think that Karma's always going to come get you. Mm-hmm. Karma coming. Karma is arriving in four minutes like the Uber that you just or- ordered. And let me tell you something. She knew. Wouldn't you Wouldn't you do the same thing? If I knew that Lemon voted for me to go home, mm-hmm. I'd be like, I'm going to vote for her to go home then. No. Because listen, there's, there's, there's two ways of really looking at this. Do you keep your friend in the competition or do you actually judge? Like, you want to judge. No one hired you to be a judge. Build your alliance. Keep your friends in. Like, this episode when Akira voted for Silky and Silky Akira, like, that's shady boots. I couldn't do it. I couldn't vote for a friend. I just couldn't. Would you vote for me? You'd vote for me, though. I know you would. No. See? You're shady. You're shady. <laughs> Listen, I know that you would never vote for me, but I want you to know that I'd vote for you if you were back. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. At least... No. Friendship. Friendship. <laughs> would you really vote for Lemon, do you think? Do you think if she did that, you'd do it? If she revealed her lipstick and it said Priyanka, I would be like, I would be in shock. That's but she would never, she would never know. Lemon is the most loyal person that I know. I would be more likely to vote for her than her me, honestly. Oh, wow, wow. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so this maxi challenge made me scream. There were so many incredible performances. I mean, Eureka, Jara with the sandwich and the meat in her sandwich, that made me scream. The amount of shenanigans were far too much. I mean, for you personally, who stood out? I mean, I love Eureka. I'm actually shocked. Every time she makes me laugh, I'm kind of shocked. It's like something inside of me wants to hate her. And then I realize how beautiful her paint is, how amazing she is, how funny she is. And then I'm like, wait, she's actually good. You know those people who, like, you want to hate, but then they prove you wrong? Like, kind of like, I'm trying to think who. Kind of like you. Wow. <laughs> I'm just joking. I love you. Um, I think that she's one. Like All Stars is that place where, where like you can really either like make or break your brand. Mm-hmm. And I think Eureka did well. She's been on two seasons already before All Stars because she broke her leg and then came back, or whatever, or her ankle. And people have a hard time with Eureka. They do. People are very up and down about her. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of nice to see that she is in her element and she's making all the naysayers fall in love with her. Yeah. Just like Silky. I mean, Silky... Um, oh, this- I love Silky. <laughs> I'm obsessed with Silky, not Meganash. If anyone said anything nasty about her, I would need their names and I would need their addresses because I need to go there and, you know, cause some physical violence, you know? Um, you pull up. I always say, I'll pull up. Yeah. I'll pull up. If you talk shit about my girl, I'll pull up to the club. <laughs> this week, she kind of, like, faded into the background, right? Uh, this breaks my heart. Yeah. I talk to Brooklyn Heights a lot. Mm. 
And Brooklyn tells me, like, when they all wrapped season 11, they were all, like, so certain that Silky was going to win. Wow. There was, like, no doubt in their mind. Mm -hmm. And Silky was just perceived very poorly from everybody because she was loud, she's rambunctious, people don't like fat people on Drag Race, people don't like black people on Drag Race, so she was an easy target. And it broke my heart because I know exactly what she's talking about. Like, I've been told like, oh, you're obnoxious or like, oh, you're too loud. And then you show up and then you want to be more quiet and you want to be more reserved and and you want to let people shine. But like, if you aren't being unapologetically yourself, it can get you sent home. And Silky is like the actual living proof of that. It breaks my heart because like the thing I love most about Silky is how unapologetic she is and that she'll just like, yeah, she's just so her. Like she, there's nobody like her, you know? And that's what makes her such a star. And she was reserved because she got in her head and, and was reading all the comments that fans were saying about her. And she was trying to give them that. And that's not what we like Silky for. I mean, how can you not love a contestant who brings a glass of fucking milk in her titties and her entrance? <laughs> how can you send hate to that kind of person? I know. People are mean. People are so mean. I've been trying to FaceTime her for like the past, like, ever. Like, Most ever. And she doesn't pick up. Should we try again? Can you hear? Yeah. <gasps> you picked up. <laughs> I always pick up for you, bitch. But I'm eating I'm at lunch. Who are you with? Like, how you uh, I'm I'm doing an interview with Gay Times. Want to say hi? Who? Gay Times. Say hi. Hi to who? Gay Times. Oh, I like Gay Times. Hey, Gay Times. Hi, Silky. We're just talking about how you were robbed. Silky was robbed. Yeah, robbed. I was robbed, girl. Like, I was treating even RuPaul. You see how RuPaul was gay? Mm. He was gay! RuPaul was gay. <laughs> well, I can't wait to, I can't wait for you to gag on me. I love you. Well, am I going to see you soon? I'm coming to the USA at the end of July before I go to the UK. What are you going to UK for? I, I'm touring, bitch. Why can't I get a tour or something? Come tour with me. The Priyanka and Silky Show. We need it. Uh, we have the chat soon. Okay, yeah, I'll call you later. I love you. Okay. Bye. Okay, I wasn't expecting her to pick up. Wow. And now I feel more famous. Like now I feel fit. Like now I feel cool. Like now I like yeah. no more no more press. Sorry. <laughs> we must cut cut the interview short. <laughs> wow, I can't believe we got Priyanka featuring Silky Nutmeg Ganache on Gay Time Snatch Podcast. Wow. Double double toilet trouble. <laughs> <laughs> Right, we have to talk about the entrance of this week's Lip Sync Assassin. You know when you're having sex with somebody and mm. they're like, they're like, sit on my face. And then you accidentally slip and you kind of fall a little too hard on their face. That's the entrance. It was so beautiful to see Lagandra back because she just came out as trans and... It was that full circle moment of the acceptance of trans people on RuPaul's Drag Race. We have Gottmik, we have Kylie, we have, you know, Laganja coming back. And it truly felt so full circle for me. Like, it was emotional for me to see her back because I was like, this is amazing. Like, this is so great. People really, really got at RuPaul for being like, oh, like this, this, that, no trans, no trans. And now it's like... We're all in this together. We're all a family. Even when she was leaving, RuPaul was like, come back sometime. You know, like, that's like, I'm like, okay, 
everything's restored. We're all family. This is amazing. And the lip sync was just. I consider Trinity K. Bonet to be one of the best lip syncers in Drag Race history, right? So the fact that she was bested by Laganja says a lot about that motherfucking lip sync. That was a smackdown for the ages. Have you ever seen people, like a contestant, do those kind of flips before during a lip sync? No, because it was like hybrid flips. It was like a thing into a thing into a thing. It wasn't just like the thing, you know what I mean? It's like when she did the thing where... You go onto your feet and then she's flipped into like a sensual bit. I don't know like the actual terms for that, but I was like aroused. It was incredible. I was very aroused too. I had to pull my butt plug out. <laughs> All right, final question for you, Priyanka. Okay. Yes. And I want one answer, okay? Oh God. Oh fuck. Who are you rooting for personally? I really want Raja to win. Mm. She's up her game completely. She's like a new person. It's like it's really interesting to watch. Is it like the reason why reality TV shows are so good is because you see somebody grow up, and I really feel like she's grown up and she's ready to for the crown. Yeah. Personally, I would like me me to win. Like I would like to be on the season of All Stars, but due to the fact that nobody asked me, I'm not. <laughs> so. <laughs> I mean, ha- um, have they ever requested for you to just be a lip sync assassin? Have you got that? Uh, I think about this every day. Ima- I dream about this. Imagine the fucking thing came up and it was me. <laughs> oh, I couldn't. I, 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 uh, like, it would be my first time meeting RuPaul, yeah. first of all. It would be such a great lit lip sync, no matter who I was against. Mm-hmm. And I'm that bitch. <laughs> Baddest bitch in the game. Let's go. You know, we could dream. We're manifesting. We're manifesting for me to be on a season of All Stars to be a lip sync assassin, then to compete, then to tour, then to get married, then to get a new butt plug. Because mine's old. It's, it's, it's wear, there's wear and tear. There's wear and tear for sure. I don't even think I own a butt plug. I should buy one. But, anyways. Our next week's episode, we'll be discussing the fourth installment in All Star 6, where the queens will be competing in the Hall of Fame halftime show. Uma, say, hmm, hmm, fix it, bitch. Fix it, bitch. <laughs> Snatched is a Gay Times original podcast. Subscribe and listen to more episodes on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Make sure you're following at Gay Times on all major social media platforms for the latest LGBTQ plus news, culture and entertainment. Loved this episode of Snatched? Be sure to subscribe, rate and leave a review. Thank you for listening.